this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, this is Billie Eilish, and you're listening to Jonah Radio, and it's hosted by Bad Guy. If this is gonna be that kind of party, I'm gonna stick my dick in the mashed potato. Kneel down! I'm here just a little bit sweet, but I'm tripping down. She ain't killed up the cross, dude. It gets a lot colder. Hey, what's up with your friends? Neil, problem with the pro- problem with the Billie Eilish? I don't know. I, I'm a big fan. Sure. I don't understand. That bad guy song is a really good song. Yeah. I don't, I don't. So what, what do these have to do with one or the other? I don't know. I just don't like you mocking her. I wasn't, mo- we, huh? I also did Norm Macdonald. Do you think I don't like Norm Macdonald? Well, he owes me $7,000 because <laughs> of a football bet. Yeah. I just like <laughs> it. I just like how I do something kind of on the spot. Then I just have to hear Neil going, Margle, fraggle, braggle. I don't, I don't think that improv was well thought out. Oh, really? The thing I just came up with wasn't well thought out? Okay, good. Good to know that the thing right, I didn't well, think Well, I out. guess I'm, I'm the bad guy. Oh! Hey, oh, wait a minute. Thematic. That's insulting to my fucking wife, Billie Eilish. That's my Neil impression. Should we start with that one instead? <laughs> <laughs> Fresh out of the box. Hot out of the box. Hot out of the box. I don't, I don't need this. I don't, I don't need to, like be imme- judged in the middle of an impromptu impression by Neil <laughs> who's still like you apparently has, don't who, need to show up to the podcast either until three and a half hours know, later no uh no one no one Neil was the only one that said noon then and then no one else said anything I think I believe I said yeah but cash suggested got- noon I confirmed by saying so noon then and then crickets and then what? I don't. I, I don't have the crickets in the in the in the drops. I'm sorry. I, sh- I should. I'll, I'll make a note to get those for next week. Okay. Damn, dude. I, I texted your wife because it's like, yeah, something must be wrong. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at the uh, the text. Um, Cash did not say noon. This is what it'll do. Uh, it says. 
so Neil says, so noon or, and then the next time uh, any text was sent was Neil at noon today saying, what's the scoop, big shoots? And then that was immediately- <laughs> It was kind of a reference to, we were talking about how big his butthole was just right above that. I don't know. Yeah. You, you probably didn't yeah. want to leave that in. No, no. I'll, I'll talk about the, the dildo the, that you found, the seven inch diameter. Well, it's, it's, it says it's novelty, right? At the, right? I, in the text message, it says it's a novelty one. <laughs> it's not one that's supposed to be taken serious. It's of a novelty size. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How's it going? Oh, you, know you know that sketch party uh, uh, group that meets up at that bar once Yeah, the while? drink and draw sort of thing. Yeah, drink and draw thing. I went to that their Christmas party one year. And that guy, uh, Chris, found <laughs> in a drawer because the the bar is like a used to be like a kind of like a leather daddy type bar. Uh, he found in a drawer this enormous like rubber like forearm with a hand. <laughs> yeah, we're we're all familiar. <laughs> and the and the hand is like kind of like making like. Um, like you, you would make like a to do like a hand puppet, like yeah, a, like sort of a duck, sort yeah, of a duck hand go thing. kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, and I guess it was like a sex toy, but it was like the size of like an adult <laughs> man's arm. Uh, well, Neil, there must have been clearly some other ideas of what it could have been before you guys landed on sex toy. You still seem unsure. No, it's it's. Uh, I've heard about that. They they're in gentlemen's bars, and they're for slapping. If you want to, like, duel? it's a sanitary way of starting a duel. Yeah, okay. yeah, they have those just in case a yeah. duel breaks out, and they're like, we don't want you to touch. Because no face, one wears so gloves are... anymore, but now people do wear gloves, so maybe yeah, so, we can go back to the glove thing. Yeah, yeah, that's that's one thing that we're gonna get out of this. Mm-hmm. Hey, remember that positives uh, of COVID nineteen list we were starting? You can put that on there. Yeah, yeah. My garden planter boxes uh, uh, top of that list. Ooh, my succulents are going bananas. Bananas aren't succulents. They're going bananas. Oh. Wait, so they're turning into bananas? No, they're like just going nuts. So do you have? Oh, you're ju- no. you planted nuts. Well, I mean, technically, bananas are the nuts of banana trees. I think. I wonder if you could grow a banana tree in Los Angeles. I've seen a banana um, tree in Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. Let's go get some bananas. Well, I mean, it's, Na- it's it nature's antidepressant. Yard. Is it really? Is it uh, the potassium? You can get one of those pol- No, there's some other chemical in there that's like a actual like niacin. Is that it? Niacin. That's probably good too. The sneak, the sneak laugh of cash is uh, this week's antidepressant. Yeah. Is someone playing with something? There's like I'm a like not a... doing shit. Okay, no, I'm pretty still. Okay. It might be uh, Glee from two rooms over. No, it's like a rubbing sound. Did anyone hear that? It might be my my headphones. I just kind of like hear like a could be. Yeah. I'm going to touch my microphone here. Cash, are you rubbing your beard against the microphone? I am not. I'm pretty pretty straight. Yeah, what's that? Wait, I hear that. It sounds like a salt shaker. Yeah. Yeah, that was me moving the microphone, but now it's... Has it stopped? Yes. (laughs) 
Okay. I will hold it like this and not move. Well, this is going great. <laughs> yep. Uh, I'm wait, waiting on a COVID test. Oh, you didn't yeah. get it? Yeah. No, not yet. My wife did. They got tested about the same, it, it, one after the other, but she got down. But apparently the website is down, which is cool because, you know, websites being down. So you yeah. got the full Q-tip to the back of the brain through the nose? Yeah. Yeah, I got punched in the in the center of my head for yeah. a second. Does it yeah, hurt? it's it's not that bad. No, it it is weird, but it's like of all the weird, painful things that you've been told, oh, this is not going to hurt very much. This is pretty pretty low. Like, I don't like a shot a lot less than I I don't like this. Oh, yeah, I'll take a I shot. I think I'm on the wrong day. scale, but yeah, uh, it, it it's fine. It's just a second, and then. Like I, I was telling Neil, it's like, it kind of like, cause it's, it goes down a, a path that you're not really aware that you have, like you're <laughs> aware of nostrils and stuff like that, but just this like straight shooter back into your brain. So it, the weirdest thing is it makes you aware of it for a little while is, is sort of like, oh, I didn't know that was a place I could feel almost, um, feel anything, but yeah, it's, it's, it's fine. Um, they're very nice and very polite. Uh, no signs up. That was a problem. My buddy Scott used to do it as like a party trick. Like well, that's, a, that's where you put the nail, right? Like, isn't that like a freak show? Bit? Yeah. Hammer yeah. Yeah. He, he would do it. He would do it with like a big pen and just like, and then just like, Oh, there's another thing there. for the list of every time things we get out of this COVID-19 is people are going to start using their face pockets more and more after this. Cause they're aware of them now. Yeah. You're gonna put, you can hide your joint it's up a there, white collar prison wallet. <laughs> yeah, buddy. White collar prison wallet. Oh wow. Well, <laughs> uh Cash, so why don't, you, why don't you play us a song? Okay. Um this is uh a submission. Uh this is the band called Quick Fix with a song called Punk's Not Dead, but I Wish I Was. Oh yeah. dystopian. <laughs> Tell me, I can't keep a secret, it's not broken. 
Hey guys, cash back at you, uh, with a brand new sponsor, somebody I'm very excited about because I do use their product. Um, it's Harry's razors. Um, guys, I've been, uh, working during this pandemic at a local grocery store. And if you've seen pictures of me, of me in the past, I do tend to rock a very full beard. Well, that doesn't work ex extremely well when you have to wear a mask eight hours a day. So I've had to sort of make a new choice with my facial hair. I still have a beard, but it's a lot more uh, close cropped. I can wear the mask over. It's a lot easier to breathe. I kind of like trim down my mustache. So it's still a good mustache, but it's not like pushing out. So I don't have to breathe through it as hard. And I couldn't have done it without harrys.com because uh, Harry sent me this razor kit that really let me uh, sort of find my new facial hair. And uh, let's face it, if you're not going out every day, you might be bored. Facial hair is a hell of a project to keep you happy. You, you, you grow long, you cut down, who knows where you're going to end up. Well, times are tough right now, and Harry's is still here to help you look your best while saving you a little cash along the way. Whether it's business on the top, PJs on the bottom, Harry's has the grooming needs covered with high-quality blades as low as $2 each delivered straight to your doorstep so you don't have to go out style. So, yeah, um, this is uh, – Harry's has been really good to me because uh, it keeps me – you know. I have to keep it short in order to breathe well, and uh, but I do do still like a little bit a uh, little bit of trim, a little bit a little bit of growth. Um, so I got a Harry's trial set delivered to me a couple months back. Uh, I did not get the chance to go to Harry's.com/Jonah like you can. Uh, that's Harry's.com/Jonah. They've been uh, working with a German blade factory that's been honing their precision blades for a century, which means you get incredibly high quality blades at a factory direct prices. Harry's is super convenient with braid refills delivered directly to your door on your schedule. You can feel a little better about it uh, during this challenging time. 1% of proceeds are set aside for nonprofit organizations devoted to helping provide access to better health care for men and veterans and to help support those who need it the most right now. Harry is donating $1 million worth of shaving supplies to hospitals across the U.S. Listeners of this show can redeem their Harry's trial set at harrys.com slash Jonah. Sign up. You'll get a weighted ergonomic handle for a firm grip, a five-blade razor with lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated. That is actually really great right now. And a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy to grab on the go. Went on a little, little trip right before this started. Brought my Harry's razor just to touch up right before the event. It was great. Well, go to harrys.com slash Jonah to start shaving better today with the choice of me, Harry's. Wow, that was fucking great. Yeah, it was. Once again, that's Quick Fix off of Out of Order with Punks Not Dead. You can find them over on Bandcamp uh, if you like. Uh, that was great. Yeah, I like that a lot. It's uh, I've been reading the uh, past few days. Uh, ben Getting let, lent me this book a while back um, called How to Ruin a Record Label, and it's by uh, Larry Livermore, the guy who started Lookout Records. And so oh. I've been I've been listening to like a lot of old lookout stuff while reading it. So it's been a lot of fun. Oh, that's but fun. It's just, yeah, it's neat. It's just because like it's so funny that the guy that like started the seminal pop punk label and also like helped start, you know, Gilman's yeah, you know, the Gilman Street venue, uh Gilman Street project. Um stop moving the mic. <laughs> or maybe it's my my maybe my thing my headphones are too loud. I think it's I think it might be your your headphones, but 
Um, yeah, the, he, but he ruined the record label. Well, he started. I mean, it sounds like, like he was pretty. Yeah, but then then they ended up like crashing and burning. So that's why it's a uh, yeah, you know. Uh, but it's uh, but like he, the guy was from Detroit. He was kind of like he was he was like forty years old in like nineteen eighty eight or eighty nine or something like that. So he was just kind of like this kind of he used to be like a hippie and lived in a place called Spy Rock, which I guess is north of uh, uh, the Bay Area, like more towards Humboldt. Mm-hmm. And, like it's just so weird that this like hippie guy was like responsible for all these incredible this incredible scene. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. Up Ivy was on Lookout. Green Day released their first album on Lookout. Um, the first two albums, uh, or, you know, the first few first, releases. Yeah, yeah. And the first, um, yeah, was first, Dookie ra- on there? yeah. No, Dookie was their major label. Uh, so it was Kerplunk yeah, before that, and then uh, uh, One Thousand Thirty Nine Smooth that Slappy Hours, which was like a, a couple releases in one. Oh. Uh, but yeah, no, it's real. It's a it's a real interesting, uh, real interesting book and real fun read so far. Uh, I also, uh, was watching a, uh, cause I can't, I don't want to pay for the, uh, I don't want to like, you have to like, I can't watch that, uh, the agnostic front documentary that Neil was telling us about a while back mm-hmm. because it's only like available through stars, I think. And I don't, I don't want to get a subscription to that. So it's like, I found some other terrible hardcore New York hardcore documentary on Amazon. And it's, it's, it's all the same stuff that I wanted to see. It's like, remember you fucking, you did the way you would mash over here. And the seven A. Yeah. Well, that's good. And it's just two guys looking around. Unbelievable. Yeah, and they're just like looking around. And there, I watched some other uh, doc too. I think called a uh, uh, ride on the dance floor, and it's about uh, City Gardens venue um, in New Jersey, which is like it's mm-hmm. like the guy who booked that and kind of created that scene out there. And there's a there's a couple snippets of an, a phone interview with John Stewart from The Daily Show because he was uh he was a bartender there. Uh yeah, I remember hearing wow. about that and a yeah, legendary place. Yeah, yeah, there and was that's a- that's of course why he had uh fear on The Daily Show and then uh got they got uh trashed the stage and got thrown out. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. You're thinking of Saturday Night Live and John Belushi and yeah. No, I think it was John Stewart. No, you're confused. That was John Stewart, legendary. No, no, is because John Stewart had the character uh, where he was the um, he was bumblebee. The, like, ha, like, uh, he was like a, a bumblebee samurai that sold cheeseburgers, and then like, uh, yeah, Craig, he, well, he and Craig Kilborn had that famous two man act too, where they would uh, do those those old songs together. Five, five questions. Sunglasses. That was that was five questions. Yes, five questions. Yeah, yeah, the five questions blues band. Yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah cash cash yeah i'm gonna ask you what what time it is and i'm gonna wonder if there's a song hold on the cat's in front of the there's a the cat is in front of the clock hey 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 move hey hold on i gotta get up oh boy all right okay now i can see the clock on entertainment Uh uh-huh what time is it, Cash? I'm using you. <laughs> so I'm assuming you didn't get the song yet. No, no, nope. that's also nope. going on the list. <laughs> A couple questions. What I'm is this? Six list? weeks into this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Neil's holding up his side of the show, which is. Showing like up on time. 
All right. It is time for music news. Uh, Neil, go ahead. Uh, this week in music news. That's all I got. Oh, okay, great. You didn't get that uh, there is so, no you know, we were, music news. We were talking recently about, uh, last week, about uh, Axl Rose from, uh, you know, uh, Guns N' Roses. And oh, yeah. uh, and how he, he was like calling out Steve Mnuchin and whatnot. But they just put out a new Guns N' Roses shirt uh, that is a reference to uh, when uh, Trump went to the uh, the meatpacking place and he wasn't wearing a, a, a mask and he, you know, and all that stuff. And they were blaring um, they were blaring a uh, live and let die on the uh, uh-huh. on the speaker. So uh, Guns N' Roses just put out a, a shirt that says live and let die with COVID 45 Guns N' Roses. COVID 40, oh, 45 meaning Trump. Yes. Yes. Nice. Nice they little swipe. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Got him. Um, <laughs> yeah. It, it, I do, do it. You know, it's, it's, it is fun though. Even if it's like a, it's a silly little gesture. I do like it when like guns are like when a, when a band like that will come out and like, you know, who probably have a lot of um, right wing, you know, Trump supporting uh, fans. And that's the same thing where it's uh, even recently. Yeah. Um, uh, recently when uh, like Howard Stern even said, like, he's like, he's like, it's like the people who are fans of me in this show are people who also support Trump. And I want to tell you, you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> that's wow. uh, it's admirable, I guess. Admirable. Yeah. yeah. It's surprising. It took this long, but. I guess, you know, it's better than nothing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it and th- if, I mean, this is kind of sh- who they should have gone to before is like, if you can get, Axl Rose will change minds. Like at this point, like there are people out there that are like, fuck it, if Axl doesn't like it. And those are people that we're going to vote for him anyway. So, yeah. Cash, do you have like a Anything mic stand that- you could use maybe? Yes. What the fuck is going on? I'm, um, Sorry. Is that better? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The thing you Will talked you about how doing it made what you were doing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's better when you're yeah. not doing that thing that you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah, hurts. When, it hurts when I do this doc. Well, uh, um, the, uh, uh, you know how we talked about how, uh, Mark Lanigan from screaming trees, uh, in his book, kind of uh, yeah. attacked, uh, you know, He's brought up the feud. Guy. Big, tough, big guy. tough guy calling out Liam Gallagher. Um, I guess, uh, uh like he he said in another interview about the book, he says the book doesn't reflect how I actually feel about Gallagher now. I see his clips on Twitter now, and it makes me laugh. He's kind of an eccentric old uncle. Oh, that's that's good. Congratulations on getting over it, dude. <laughs> yeah. Sweet backpedal, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, sounds like somebody got uh, uh called who when this thing broke last week and and uh he's sort of like, "Yeah, but I'm still cool, guys." 
Yeah. I think it just, uh, you know, that's a, that's a big thing we were talking about last time. Just like coming out and being like, he was a pussy. Like, you know, like he didn't want to fight. It's not really, we don't live in a culture like that would celebrate that as much anymore. The people who would buy books. Yeah. <laughs> How old is the book? Is the book new? That's what, that's why all this stuff is coming. Cause he just wrote the book. That's why, why he's doing all these interviews. Oh, that's where geez. all this information, that's where all this information is coming from. We talked about it last week. Well, you have to admit that the the world the the screaming trees fandom has only grown, and so he's taking advantage <laughs> of the perfect time to put yeah. this book out. He's just fuck yeah, like you know. I'll tell you, you gotta respond I, to the market, dude. You know, I'll tell you, I I know the name Screaming Trees, and if I if you said, oh, it's they have that song, I'd be like, oh yeah, I know that song, but for the life of me, I can't think of off the top of my head what their famous song is. I nearly lost you. Oh really? That, I nearly lost you there. Yeah, that's not I, a good song. I can't even. I can't even think it. Is it's it like two giant? I like, nearly lost you there. Wow, wow, wow! Two giant dudes that were like brothers that played guitar and bass. Oh yeah, were they grungy? And then, yeah, and they then were, they were, they were a part of that grunge Lanigan sweep. Was yeah, front man. And then Lanigan was the front man, and he was like the super skinny white dude, uh, and. In the yeah. grunge scene, oh, they were kind of like they—they <laughs> they were like um, they're kind of like a more popular mud honey. Hmm. No, they don't sound anything like mud honey. Mud honey's like garagey. Yeah, they—they they were too. I mean, I nearly lost you there. I would not—I would not say that. That sounds like a. Uh, I wouldn't say I mean, they sound anything like- alike. That was their like radio play kind of hit song. <clears throat> yeah. But the rest of it was like a little more jangly and raw. Oh, really? Well, his book has worked. We we have now talked about Screaming Trees. <laughs> 10, Screaming Trees. Amounts. Uh, the Screaming, Screaming trees. trees. Yeah. Um, Noel Gallagher they, they were in, opened up. Oh, wait, no. Mud Honey was in the, it wasn't Tommy Boy. What's the other it was Chris Black, Farley Black David Sheep. Spade movie? Black, Black sheep? sheep. Black sheep. Yeah, mud hitting was in that. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, and the and the uh, like the rock the vote concert that uh, at the end. Right. Yeah, and Ween is in uh, it's Pat the movie. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I did not know that one. Um. Yeah. The, everyone in the audience uh, gets to see uh, the gender of uh, Pat. Um. Uh, when uh, At a ween show, yeah, it's like uh, for some reason I don't remember the how it all works out, but I just remember that Pat uh, descends uh, from the top of the stage, uh, completely naked, and and the shot of the cameras from like from the back of the stage, so you just see Pat's butt come into the shot, and then you just see kind of everyone in the crowd kind of go, oh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> The events that transpired to that. Uh, you just that remember moment. the set piece. You don't remember the moment, the, how they got there. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, I, I know there's that a moment. In, in, what? The, the, I think it'd fly even more so. No, just like the whole idea of like the, the comedy value of not knowing someone's gender. It's not PC. <laughs> Thanks, Dennis Miller. <laughs> hey, Choo Choo. 
Yeah. Oh, he's uh, babe. Yeah. Uh, well, the circle jerks are in uh, the, the, the what's it? The the repo man. That's that's one I know. I don't. I don't think that's the circle jerks, is it? Yeah, it was, it's, he Jello Biafra was in the Circle Jerks, right? No, that yeah. was the Dead Kennedys. Yeah. I don't think neither of those All bands right, yeah. are in Repo Man. Hey, everybody. It's Cash with totally not covering for a tech problem. Uh, and I wanted to take this time to talk to you guys about BlueChew.com. If you like sex, you'll love BlueChew.com. BlueChew.com offers men a performance enhancement for the bedroom now every guy has performance issues at some point in their life and you know after coming out of this lockdown and maybe seeing some people uh maybe maybe the 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 stress is getting to you so why don't you take some uh bluechew.com uh chewable tablets the chewables can work faster and bluechew you get the same chewables in with the active ingredients salindophil or tilatophil which are the same active ingredients and the big V or the big C bluechew.com affiliated physicians work with you to find the dosage and active ingredient that is best for you. Chewables can work faster. As I was saying, the chewables from bluechew.com can be taken on a full or empty stomach. Online physician consult is free. So it's cheaper than the other two. And it only takes you a few minutes to connect with bluechew.com affiliated physicians. And if you qualify, you get prescribed online quickly. No in-person doctor visits, no awkward conversation, Jill waiting in line at a pharmacy. It shifts directly to your door in discreet packaging. And the chewables from bluechew.com are made in the USA. American jobs, people making you hard for making the working hard at making you hard. Yeah. Bluechew.com gives you confidence in bed every time. You and your partner will love it. Chew it and do it. And there is a great deal for you guys. Visit bluechew.com and get your first order free when you use the promo code Jonah with a J. Not a B. Just pay $5 shipping. That's B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com. Promo code Jonah. Back to the show. Okay. Um, I'm going to go back to work. I'm essential. <laughs> uh, Cash, give me... Give, I, I'm dining out on that, guys. G- I'm sure you are. Give me that lick, Cash. Give me that lick. That's right. It's time to continue on with more music news. Oh, it is not the same. Music and news. It's music and news. News, 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 news. It's music and news. Yeah, it's music and news. It's music and news, 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 news. Yeah, it's musical news. Yeah, it's musical news. Yeah, news and news. Five bucks to whoever can tell me who that cover is by. Uh, Guns and Roses. It's Bell and Sebastian. Um, Speaking of covers, uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but Built to Spill put out a Daniel Johnston uh, cover album. Hi, how are you? Yeah. Um, (laughs) uh, Yeah, so it's uh, Doug Marsh um, said uh, uh, we, we started doing a we started doing a ton of covers when no, that's no good. Uh, when we switched rhythm sections a few years back, <laughs> I appreciate uh, the effort on that one, though. You know the thing is, it's hard to do a Doug Marsh impression because he always he always doubles his vocals. So 
Cash, whoever edits this, Neil, uh, <laughs> what you got to do is just like double up, double up my vocals there. Uh, like, uh, uh, and then it'll sound just like Doug Marsh finally decided. And by decide, I mean, except now just double those up and it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I will put that on the list, uh, for when we send this out to post. Oh, great. Great, great, yeah. great, great. Yeah. Um, it's like I sending remember- someone out to hang. <laughs> I remember uh, when I went and saw uh, Built to Spill uh, and at the Fonda, the, the Fonda Theater in Hollywood, and uh, I was uh, I was like kind of waiting for the bathroom, and then uh, Bob Odenkirk walked in and saw me, and uh, you know he, uh, he walked up to me, he's, he's like he's like he's like hey buddy, uh, how's it going? I was like oh it's good, and he's, he's like is Doug around? And I was just like I, I in my head I was just like what. Well, Oh, and then I said out loud, um, Doug Benson, I don't think he's here. And he was like, no, Doug Marsh. Oh, I'll find him. And then he just walked backstage. (laughs) That's that's a good Bob story. (laughs) He just assumes that everybody knows the dude from from the band. In other Mr. Show News, I've spent all day yesterday or no tuesday working on a graphic for their little live show then 8 a.m on wednesday yeah they're not going to use it (laughs) very bob notes 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 never mind (laughs) yeah mike mitchell when we were trying uh when we were working on hidden america and we were trying to think of a, a weed legal weed sketch um for the Denver episode, like Mitch was, he's like, he's like, no, this it's that, that concept is haunted. It's like, it's like, it's like Bob was trying, Bob had like an idea from like one of his, like, I think from one of his sketch pilots, I think from the next show where they were going to try and do like a legal weed sketch and, and they could never, they never figured it out. And then he was trying to do it again when they were working on the birthday boys, both seasons, like they always had a thing up that like legal weed sketch. And it's just like, so many different versions and they could never do it. And then, uh, and so Mike Mitchell was very, very against doing a legal weed sketch. He's like, it's cursed. It's a cursed premise. <laughs> Not for me. I, me and Jake sold a pilot to comedy central and never even had to like make it. <laughs> no, you sold a, you sold a napkin to comedy central. Yeah. Well, no, we had to write three scripts, but we, we did it, but that's it was, not, sketch. it was four twenty green street, right? I mean, it, it could have been a sketch. We stretched yeah, it out. But it, Dude, we stretched it out into three scripts. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I, I, I have yet to see a funny one. Um, so you've never seen so I also wrote, uh, so I wrote seen the uh, weed sketches for... Um, no. Not Doug Stanhope. Uh, fuck. Well, who's the other guy? Um, Doug Benson? No, he's like a Vegas comedian. Um, the Love Master or something is his alter ego name. Anyway, he made like a National Lampoon's pot movie. And uh, me and Joe Wagner wrote a bunch of weed sketches, mm. which is to say I wrote a bunch of weed sketches. <laughs> ah. <laughs> and Joe and I handed them in. And uh, Stephen Tobolowski was in one of them. He was like oh, a nice. legal weed farmer. Oh, I remember that that thing cash why don't you watch um, my show speaking of miss 
uh, I didn't have uh, voodoo. <laughs> it's voodoo totally- is accessible by anyone, brother. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um. Anyway, Neil, what were you going to say? Just, I have not seen the the Denver episode. I will say that. Yeah. I've seen okay. Most of the other ones. Um. Speaking of the Mister Show, uh, that that I don't know if you, I didn't know this was actually part of the Mister Show thing, but Weird Al Yankovic posted something this week. How come you're always such a fussy young man? Don't want no Captain Crunch, don't want no Raisin Bran. Well, you don't know that other kids are starving in Japan, so eat it. Just eat it. Don't want to argue, I don't want to debate. Don't want to hear about the kind of foods you hate. You won't get no dessert till you clean up your plate. So eat it. I don't care if you're full, just eat it. Eat it. Get yourself an egg. And beat it. All right. Have some more okay. chicken. Yeah. All right. So that, was, of course, I was, was... I wasn't asked. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't Al's. That's probably why you weren't asked. And oh, right, you did yeah. blow that uh, Doug thing for Bob uh, a couple years ago, so they yeah. probably weren't looking at you. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, yeah, so that was um, it was like David Cross, Sarah Silverman, Bob Odenkirk, barely doing it. Uh, <laughs> Not quite sure of the lyrics. Yeah, uh, Michael McKean, uh, Rhea, 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 what's her name? Rhea Seaborn from um, Better Call Saul. Uh, Rhea, Rhea, yeah, Seahorn, yeah, from uh, Better Call Saul. Yeah. Um, Jack Black uh, Pat, does Pat's some. In there. Paul Shears, yeah. Paul Shear, very like that. The, there's even though it is a send up of of everything else, you can still make the same sort of judgments you can you could have of the Imagine video, where Paul Shear very clearly knows all the lyrics back to back to front, and Bob mm-hmm. Odenkirk has never heard of the song before. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Apparently, ah, it's cool, cool, buddy. Daffy Mal Yank and Yankle. Yeah. Allison uh, Pill from fucking Goon and Goon Two, yes, <laughs> yes, and, and David Cross's wife literally next to uh, where he was sitting on the couch. Where uh, it's very funny. clearly they they swapped. They're like, "All right, I'll do it," and then you just come sit where I'm sitting and you do it. Uh, that's fine. Um, and Al closes it out uh, from his backyard, and such a wide shot. I feel like I could drive to his house. <laughs> He's he's you up in put the a geo tracker. Yeah, that's the problem. Is you can you can pick which hill, but there's so many roads up there, you can never pick the right one. Yeah. Um. Recently, uh, the Texas Rangers announced that they're going to do a concert in your car series in their stadium parking lot at Globe Life Park in Arlington. A concert in your car that's- is a concert series taking place in Tundra Lot B, just north of Globe Life Field featuring nationally recognized recording artists. The event is designed to give music fans the live show experience while still maintaining social distancing. Think concert meets a drive-in movie. That's not a bad idea. But that's still it, like a, that's still a whole idea. crew. That's still a whole crew that's got to go to work and be near each other. But there, it's out it's outside. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> it's yeah. outside so that should be make it a bit easier. 
Uh, so far, I mean, the art you don't fun- have like the, the you don't have to have like the interaction with you know forty thousand you know randoms coming through a gate or something. You know, yeah, a, a stage crew. Right. You know, well, yeah. we we talked about this drive-in idea um, when I was uh, the stoned and on text uh, a couple of weeks ago about like God, the idea. It's of- always it's always an out of nowhere. Me and Neil yeah. get dropped into the middle of a thought. Yeah, like you might as yeah, well that's... start. You, you might as well start some of these texts with like an ellipses, and, and like it's just like dot dot dot, <laughs> and that's why I think it's a good idea. What's a good idea? <laughs> the drive-in. <laughs> well, you know, I had a compelling thought, and uh, you know, was, I knew you guys were up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but like the the driving thing is great until you get to bathroom and like unless you're gonna pass out like Arizona iced tea bottles with like the wide neck when you drive in, it's not gonna it's not gonna happen. Oh, look at you, big shoots, wide neck. Hey, I- <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I got 18 months as a Lyft driver. I know how to pee in a bottle. I like a- <laughs> what. What are you, Neil? <laughs> Just like it's. You can you easily go into a, a straw? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. yeah you, what are you doing? Cans? That's that's uh, that's sharp edges, there, buddy. I just like the, the 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 framing of the whole thing is being like, oh well, you clearly need a wide neck bottle. <laughs> well, to be safe and clean. Yeah, you don't want to touch the edges, especially if the uh, reds are sharp. When I went to the uh, when I went to the drive-in, um, they like you know they kept the uh, the doors open, so you're able to just walk in and and use the bathroom. Um, and like it's like it, it, with the people who are there, like if someone was inside by themselves, like someone would wait outside, and then once that person left, you would go inside. So it still works. Yeah. With the you know, yeah. But like, how it, many it, uh, how many stations? How many stalls? Uh, there the was it was like four, but it's you know not a lot of people there. That's reasonable. Yeah. So I'm just picturing like sports stadiums where there's like 37,000 fucking shitters and 20,000 urinals. One yeah, at a time doesn't make I mean, much that's sense. Just, that, that's not at a Pomona drive-in movie theater. Are you talking about like the... Are you talk, I think he's talking Dodger about like the... Yeah, yeah. I think oh, he's Dodger the, Stadium. But the, no, that's one they're doing at the baseball stadium. But they're not doing it in the stadium. They're doing it in the parking lot. And I, I'd imagine they'll, right. they'll, prob- they'll probably end up doing, if anything, uh, porta potties that they'll like. You know, I guess I don't know, like uh, just sanitize between each use. Yeah. yeah, maybe there's. I'm maybe there'll be something. It's. I mean, uh, I'm looking at Live Nation is doing the same thing. They're starting to do. They're starting to do empty room concerts that are just broadcast, and then they're going to do um, driving stuff too. Um, oh, and that's, and that's Live Nation Live actually Nation. says, yeah, go for it. Live Nation says that 90% of ticket buyers are choosing to keep their tickets and wait for a new show rather than get their money back, which is kind of crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, I think that's probably yeah, my favorite I'm part of it. I'm sitting on my Letterkenny tickets. That's yeah. true. Uh, that's just because um, I don't want to forget to get them again. I guess that's the, that's the, the thing for most people. Yeah. Yeah. I also have fucking choice seats. I'm sorry. What do you have? Uh, choice seats. 
Oh, tack it. Me, uh, me and me and Horny Larry are going fucking the uh, row G or whatever. Yeah, I don't remember. Horny, right. Well, where, wherever you go to with Horny Larry is a place to be. Um, I mean, here's my favorite part of this. Yeah. Live Nation thing. On Live Nation's investor earnings call, President and CEO Michael Rapino said the company would test crowdless broadcast of shows along with drive-in concerts and reduced capacity festival shows over the summer. This is this is his his quote. Whether it's in Arkansas or a state that is safe, secure, and politically is fine to proceed in. So it's either wow. Arkansas or a state that's safe. <laughs> Whether fuck? we go with either of those. Also, like, how do you do a fucking reduced capacity festival show where no matter how many people you let in, they're all going to fucking just coagulate go. at the front of the stage? Well, it's also I mean, like, like the whole thing would look like a giant checkerboard. Ooh. You know, just ta- taped off like little spots where it's like, you know, you know how you know how far away you are from everybody. Yeah. That is so rock and roll. It is so well, you know, well, that's the thing. It's like moving forward, they're you know, there's they're talking about getting rid of uh like moshing and stage diving and uh like making that, you know, fi- finally Tipper Gore's wet dream come true. <laughs> um, I'm just like not the, like you know, you know, no stage diving, no moshing. So speaking of that, uh, the Event Safety Alliance published a 29-page guideline for live music venues to follow once they reopen. After speaking with 400 people within the business, including promoters, managers, Ticketmaster employees and more. Patrons cannot all stand in front of the stage like they are custom. Moshing and crowd surfing are violations of social distancing. Must be absolutely prohibited during the pandemic. Even hallways and smoking areas where patrons congregate will be monitored to enforce health. Uh, hand washing every hour, as well as sneezing, mopping, smoking, eating, drinking, other select activities, sanitizing, staggering lines, and temperature screening for every concert. Uh, temperature screening for every concert? How the fuck are they going to do that? They 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 check your temperature as you come through the door. It's what it's actually it was what China did really really well was if you they would have monitors on uh, supermarkets any any place anybody would come in and they do not a uh, under the tongue but one of those forehead things that gives you your temperature right I, away. I, I had that, oh, okay, yeah, I had that when I was doing uh, Baron Vaughn's uh, show when we were taping those like when this was all start when everything was starting to shut down. One of the days I got there, like I walked in and like I went straight to a nurse and then she checked my temperature uh, and like it, it was like, but ev- everyone coming in was getting their temperature checked. But then I, I heard, I heard and someone ended up testing positive. I found that out like a week after and I was fine, but yeah, kind of crazy. I, I mean, like also, it's like, they're like, they can do it with there's surveillance like a radar cameras. gun style. Right, like there's like a it, they just point it at you, and then they can take your temperature that way. Or yeah, they, it, well, it's they, like yeah, a, they're, they're they're a few inches away from your from your skin, but from your forehead, yeah. Well, there they can also do it with uh, surveillance with infrared now. Infrared's gotten so you know the predator view that it, they've gotten so yeah, good I, with I, that I, that they can tell you I four, five so, degrees. I run so hot though, you know. I run so hot. Yeah, I'm a warm. We, we remember your twenties. I'm a Leo. <laughs> what? What does that mean? I was like, I ran hot. Yeah, you ran hot. I remember I was, your twenties. 
I was sweating so much last week. I took my temperature because I was like scared and I, my temperature was completely normal. It was just the fact that it was 90 fucking degrees outside and I hadn't put my air conditioning on. Mm. Um, well, Brad Paisley. And I, I, I lugged all those fucking hard drives to the recycler. I did it. You did do it. Neil, this is not, this, this is not, this is not podcast talk. Well, there was music on those drives. (laughs) (laughs) Years of CDUSA interviews are now being thrown away. Not not such a loss since the Universal Studios fire. (laughs) (laughs) And in the early days where you had to like, like put CDs into your computer and then like rip them into iTunes. That hard drive now has a bullet hole through it and is in a junk heap in Glendale. Oh, Jesus. You you treat your you hard drives like you treat your women. No, I backed it up on a different one, but um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I. Uh, what's up, Cash? So Brad Paisley and Lady Antebellum are having full band concerts. Streaming full brand concerts. I don't know if they they have any safety at all, but they it was Bud Light, the Bud Light Seltzer Sessions is bringing it all together. Who, who had Bud Light Seltzer Sessions oh, as the uh, liberator of our people? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Bud Light. You know, I wonder how many Bud Light Seltzers they 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 are selling in Wisconsin today at all the bars. Oh Jesus! That's going to be their commercial. Oh. You're not going to let any government tell you what to do. That's right. <laughs> That's why Bud Light yeah. Seltzer, you're not going to let anyone tell us we're not a beer or a hard seltzer. <laughs> Be your own person. This is America. You're exceptional, every single one of you. Now let's watch Brad Paisley yeah. make a bad decision and die. I mean, I'm pretty, like, that's the you thing. There's corporations and White Claw. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if like uh, I got so excited when I heard about like how many people were uh, drinking those uh, hard seltzers because I'm in a I'm in a commercial for Truly that hasn't come out yet because it it got finished right when everything started getting shut down. Mm-hmm. So uh, me dancing with a me dancing in an elevator in a suit, uh, holding a case of Truly hard seltzer. Uh, I don't think is going to be. Uh, you're not gonna you're not gonna hear um, like a voiceover and seeing that me doing that with going. In these uncertain times, <laughs> we're all in this together, just like this elevator. I imagine there's like, this guy. go ahead. No, no, that was it. No. Oh, I just uh, imagine that there is one actor out there who's you just like could ne- never got any work because he was too hangdog. And then these we're all in it together commercials came out and now he's booking every day. <laughs> Just like, oh, you you look yeah. sad, yeah. buddy. You you Bud Light yeah. Limes, Bud Light Lime needs you. <laughs> uh, oh boy. Uh, did you know this? Um Kurt Cobain, uh the guitar he played, um one of the guitars he played for the MTV Unplugged is gonna be auctioned off. Now that's like this is almost a running theme of music news where every once in a while Something of Kurt Cobain's gets uh, 
gets sold. Uh, yeah, it was sort of auctioned a- off. And I think the last time we did it, the last time we did it, I think it was the his uh, the sweater from the unplugged session. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was like the Krug- the Freddy Krueger sweater. Uh, no, it's it wasn't a striped sweater. It was just a kind of a like you know fuzzy cardigan. Oh, a cardigan, yeah. Um, yeah, it kind of replaced the he kind of replaced John Lennon that way. Mm-hmm. Of just like oh, this is shit from his life. It's selling for a lot of money now. Should I, I auction the thing off is- the the bra of Courtney Love's that I found in Edward Norton's couch? <laughs> You took that, Neil? You never you never told us about yeah, that. Yeah, you just said you found it. You didn't say you took it home. That was the thing I wrote on that napkin that I said, ask me about this in 10 years. Oh, fuck. Oh, really? Oh. No. I forgot oh, about okay. that. How long ago was it? Um, well, how, how, how much do you think? Uh, it was at Islands is all I remember. Um, <laughs> uh, how much do you think? Uh, how much do you think it's going to get uh, auctioned off? A for? guitar? I'd s- what do you think it's valued at? I'd say it's probably it's valued at? six figures. Hundred thousand dollars. No. Six six figs. Six figs? Six figs. I think six figs. I'm going six figs. Uh, are, you con- are you confirming six figs? I'm hearing six hundred thousand dollars. Do I hear six hundred fifty thousand dollars? No, no, no. He's he's uh, saying one hundred thousand dollars. He's saying six you're five zeros. Oh, five zeros. I hear in five hundred thousand. Uh, I don't know. It's one million. Oh. It's a million dollars. A million fucking Jeez. dollars. Jeez, yeah. Louisa. He's he's not yeah. still in there, is he? Did he like fall in? Is that why we haven't seen him? Like, if you get him with it, I could get. I could see a million dollars. <clears throat> yeah. Who's who? The fuck's gonna buy that? Like that pharma bro guy that bought the Wu Tang album. He can't buy anything anymore, right? Isn't then he everything gets seized and he's in prison? I think he's yeah, out. I think now. he is out. Uh, that's He's like bad. lobbying to like get a fucking job under Trump. Yeah. Well, uh, Cash, do you, should we want to you want to break for a song? Yeah, so we can go to a commercial. Let's uh, let's play let's play a song. Um, this is what do you got? Um, uh, from a band called Select Sires. Yes, yeah. From a band, uh, their EP, uh, the Select Sires. They are from Milwaukee. Uh, it's two dudes. It's uh, a guy named Joe Prusha. Joe Prusha and Jake McDonald. Um, but you might know Jake from Shoot Down the Moon, but Select Sires is better, according to them. And this is Woohoo. Pasta's been a curse 
we brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. All right. Was that, Cash? that was Select Sires. Um, they sent it directly from their mixer to us, and that was Woohoo. Uh, it was a wave. They just, they literally, they literally oh, like no. forwarded it. Uh, they forwarded an email that just says, hey, dude, here are the final masters for your EP. And then they just forwarded it. <laughs> um, so, you know, that's great. If you guys are looking that's for fucking a great. mixer, I, I have an email here. That's solid, awesome. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, it's, it's, that was a good song. And also, I, I love the way it was yeah. sent. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I just forwarding. I love yeah. that delivery system. Um, there's so, there's something so endearing about like like a a lack of try <laughs> with some of the bands that uh that submit. Oh yeah, I've been speaking of lack of try. I went on a Photoshop rampage of putting hats on Neil yesterday, and nothing delights me more than a terrible, terrible Photoshop. And I got to spend like an hour doing doing that yesterday. It's great. It's so much fun. Do it on your phone. Oh, You're not even like swiping, th- swiping through stuff. Yeah, guys, terribly Photoshop some stuff. Glad you had fun. Uh, uh, more, more me- cash. Cash is ready. That was all. That was all spurred by the fact that I bought a cowboy hat online yesterday. Now, Neil, is that because you saw a picture of me that I posted wearing a cowboy hat? Because you you bought the hat right <laughs> after I posted that picture. You did do that. Cash, are you smoking weed right now? How's that COVID test? Still waiting to hear back. <laughs> Still waiting to hear back. Um, Cash, wh- uh, no, I've been you- watching Friday Night Lights and uh, Varsity Blues uh, on a cycle for a few days, and uh, not even westerns, but, but like le- football bucks. movies. No, no, yeah, Texas football movies. <laughs> um, I don't know. I was like. It seems like something that everyone should like have in case they need, you know. Yeah, I like I like mine. I'm, you know, I'm I'm a big fan of my cowboy hat. Y- Neil, you will recognize that Jonah has had a cowboy hat longer. Therefore, if he shows up in the cowboy hat, you have to take yours off. That's the rule. No, because mine's I, very unique. You guys cannot it's hang a, out with cow. It's a very unique cowboy hat. It won't it won't, it won't look like a cowboy hat, or it won't look like. Did his. you? What'd you get? You get like a Panama. That is no. It's called an explorer. <laughs> uh, is it just a pit helmet? <laughs> no, it's more like uh, um, when uh, in Deadwood. Uh, when uh, uh, what's his nuts? The 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 heartthrob mustache guy that shows up to town. It's more like his hat than a Hurst? cowboy hat. Oh wow. Who's no, not Hurst. Heartthrob. Fuck you. <laughs> no, oh, uh, uh, not Star. Uh, the other guy. Fuck, what's his name? He used to do the weather on <laughs> Indy 103. <laughs> eh, whatever. He used to do the... Timothy oh, Oliphant? Um, that, the, who did... 
Oh, faint. Yeah, it's, that's the guy. Okay, he didn't do the weather. That was um, David. David Lynch did the weather. Yeah, and then when he stopped doing it, Timothy Oliphant did it. Oh, okay. Oh, oh I no, got, wait, here's some... no, you're right. You're right. He did the surf report. That's right. Well, good for him. Uh, here's some. Uh, here's some. Here's some music news, guys. Um, uh, last week we played a song by Pilau, which uh, uh, among the members was a comedian. Uh, Kevin Titt uh, out of DC. And um, I thought it was something that uh, our friend Vince Averill uh, would enjoy. And uh, so I sent it over to him and he said, this is great. Are they putting this out on the seven inch? I said, I don't know. They just put it out digitally. I don't know what their plans are. Um, I said, well, you should probably then maybe put it out on your label. And it looks like that Vince is going to be putting out that peel out. Well, that's awesome. Hey, look yeah, at that. send in your music and you might get seven inches out of it. <laughs> Speaking of seven inches. What 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 do you have to say about seven inches? I don't know. Is that is that dildo? Oh yeah, that was that was that was, that, that was also a seven know. involved there. Guys. <laughs> I'm looking to uh, uh guys. Uh, to to I, I don't know if this is going to wrap up music news, but if you were planning on taking a music cruise, it's not going to happen. <laughs> music cruise, kiss, and then it's just a uh, uh, a reggae a reggae version of uh, the boys are back in town. <laughs> kiss Kesha. Melissa Etheridge tour, Coheed and Cambria's uh, SS Neverender, all those cruises are all canceled. Uh, any, they'll be if you, oh. if you have tickets, you'll be able to go uh, maybe next year. Um, but yeah, the the Kiss Cruise, which was going to be celebrating a tenth year, Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley both are crushed because they can't make any money. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, they're they're making money. There's no way uh, they're refunding anyone. <laughs> they're gonna keep all that money and just not go. Uh, the, you know, one of the last cruises that was out there was the Joko cruise. Um, I know Mike Kaplan was on it, and a oh, bunch right. bunch of people. I know, I know they had some cancellations, but the, like they did, like J- Hodgman was out there and stuff like that. So they did get it in right before it went down. But it does. Um, yeah, Tra- Tra- Travis McElroy told me about when he was like, because you know you don't get reception when you're out there on those cruises, and so he heard about it, kind of like it's like, oh, this looks kind of crazy, but I don't know, it'll be fine. And then they get on the cruise ship, and then like that, like four days goes by as they get back, and it's just like, it's like everything's shut down. And they said it was, he said it was really surreal. Wow. Well, it, yeah, you can rent a rowboat and bring a boombox if you if you're really missing music cruises. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, the, yeah I think go, the, the, go to your local uh, public park with a fake lake and mm-hmm. get on a swan boat with a mm-hmm. there you go. earbuds. Are those you can get on a swan boat? Are they still running swan boats, Neil? Actually, I. Oh shit! I didn't I even know the other day. They were all tied up. I doubt I, they are. this might be the. Yeah, this I might be the are. ideal time for me to actually do that. I think you should. I don't think you can. I, I think he should whittle together a boat and just take it down there. That should be his. Uh... Yeah, I should cut some ropes and just fucking go rogue. Yes. Um, bring our last bit. Bring of the mu- fillet knife. <laughs> and our last bit of music news. 
uh, Bernie Sanders recently did a, a webcast from his home, and people were shocked to see that in the background of his office was a Red Hot Chili Peppers poster and a Prince bass drum head. Wow. Hanging up on his wall. Yeah. New power generation. Wow. Yeah. I kind of get Prince because, you know, Bernie Sanders is not sexy, so he probably went out and found the sexiest music to get into so he could sort of even out. But Red Hot, I, I guess they've been playing shows for him, fundraisers for him. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He's the biggest uh, striker. No, they, they both have. They both yeah. have. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just like yeah, it's whatever, like I love that, whatever, like, like the. Go ahead. I love just that. Like it's like he has these people play his like you know. That's how much he appreciates it. Like he's like it's like he may not like the music, but he's like he's like oh those were very nice boys. But yeah, that's a nice poster. Put it up. That's very you know it's like a it's it's and it's like celebrating. It's almost so typical Bernie where it's like. It's like it's celebrating uh, people that are in the fight with him as opposed to celebrating himself. Well, speaking of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, no music news would uh, during this this time of pandemic would be complete without another entry in tiny people singing Red Hot Chili Pepper songs. I just, that's I, I love, I, that's so sweet. I love these covers that are literally like almost preliterate or, or like they, they know the sounds of the words much better than they actually know what the words mean. And it's so much more <laughs> yeah, interesting yeah. than somebody just actually singing the words. Cause they're like, Oh yeah, that what you said mm-hmm. does sound like the song more than what I know the words are. Oh, <laughs> Uh, well, that's great. Well, that's uh, yeah. that's send your quarantine episode. covers in, please. Yeah, send your quarantine covers. Send yeah, give us some quarantine, quarantine covers. covers. Send them yeah. in. Send them in. Send them, Neil. Why aren't you going to give me any cinnamon? She sold a cinnamon. Neil, are you going to give me any uh, any? I send Neil songs, and he says he won't. Rap over him, you won't sing over him, even though he asked for them. What's going on with that, Neil? Oh wow. I oh come shy. on. You get shy by yourself. Neil still uh, owes us Neil still owes us the rap, remember? Remember he was gonna rap and then he bailed? Yes, I do remember that. Oh, I fucking lost that napkin that I wrote it all <laughs> out on. Uh are you sure you didn't sell it to Comedy gone. Central? <laughs> I did. <laughs> Bart yeah. Coleman gave me $10, He's over Spotify for it. Um, <laughs> all right. I got a, I got right. a closing song. Uh, we'll catch. 
All right, that's great. It's a it's a by band we've played before and really enjoy. The Hollywood Horses with their jam. Yeah, they were on our end of the year. They were they were on our end of the year wrap yes, up last. Yes, they year. made the made the top. Um, this is library book. Have a good week, everybody. Thanks for listening. We did it. <laughs> yeah.